Need to learn about DevSecOps, service and collaboration solutions that help your agency teams to work better together? Come to the annual Atlassian Government Symposium on February 20th at the JW Marriott. Get the latest on Trello, Jira, and Confluence products. Hear inspiring talks from agency and product experts. Get hands-on in workshops and labs. Best of all, it's free. But seats are limited, so go to Atlassian.com forward slash team tour and register today. Welcome to the Innovation in Government show sponsored by Kerasoft. Each month we'll talk with industry experts who enable innovation and make government more responsive and secure by advancing key technologies. Now here's your host, Jason Miller. Welcome to Innovation in Government. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Phoebe Nerdal, the public sector lead for Atlassian. Welcome, Phoebe, to the discussion. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before we get started, let me set some context for our conversation today. The use of DevOps or Agile development has grown by leaps and bounds over the last five years or so. It went from one of those approaches that federal technology leaders such as CIOs talked about to one they actually are doing and have been doing over the last few years. OMB reports on the federal IT dashboard that about 60% of all major IT projects are using iterative, i.e. agile or DevOps approaches. Of those, 71% are on budget and 81% are on schedule. Now, this doesn't mean everything is going well. The dashboard also shows the average project duration is almost 500 days. And it doesn't tell us how often projects are delivering new capabilities. The last data we have goes all the way back to 2014 when OMB told me that the move to Agile DevOps was delivering capabilities at least 20 days faster on average. But there are several good, great examples out there of agencies demonstrating the power of Agile and DevOps. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service, the Patent and Trademark Office, and the Veterans Affairs Department, just to name a few. DHS, for instance, created an Agile Center of Excellence where programs can get help from experts. Another example is the FCC, which developed new and modernized legacy applications that heavily f- face citizens and customers. And once agencies start demonstrating the value of this Agile approach, the enthusiasm sp- spreads quickly to non-IT executives. So how can agencies continue to move down the path to fully implement DevOps? How can this approach not just help agencies implement new capabilities, but really serve citizens more effectively and more efficiently? Well, that's where my guest comes in. Once again, my guest is Phoebe Nerdal, the public sector lead for Atlassian. Phoebe, let's just start at the beginning. Software development, it's really this emergence of, and I'm using them as synonyms, and I know they're not, but DevOps and and Agile are very close. What are the trends you're seeing around the use in government? I think what's the most interesting trend is it's actually growing beyond just the software development and IT teams, right? So DevOps is a philosophy, not a standard. Um, Being able to extend that uh, into your uh, uh, commercially what you would call business practices, but for our agencies, their HR um, organizations, their legal organizations, um, increase productivity across, across the entire agency as a whole. It's interesting, the, the, the extension, because we used to talk about technology as the enabler. And I kind of always kind of hated that, too, because it was like one of those, like, it's, it's, it doesn't really matter. It enables. Yep. But now I think the, the shift is, wow, we can't do anything without technology. And do you think that's why this concept of DevOps Agile is being extended into, we'll call them the, the business practices? Yeah, absolutely. So y- you hear that every organization is a software company today, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that across the board, um, in order to deliver and meet the standards that uh, our citizens are seeing from a commercial standpoint, our agencies are having to move forward and adopt more rapid um, uh, methodology in order to produce that. And one of the things that stood out to me as, as I've been reporting on DevOps and Agile over the last couple of years 
is a comment made by a, a former OMB person who said, you know when you've made progress is when the non-IT folks start to get it. Absolutely. Is that what you're seeing as you talk to agency customers? Is not just the CIO or the software developers are in the room, but, but those business people? Yeah, absolutely. And we've actually seen both a top-down and bottom-up approach. Um, so uh, Atlassian, one of our, our biggest goals is to enable and empower teams. Um, uh, those teams can be large organizations of uh, 100 million plus full-time employees, or they could be uh, HR teams or uh, 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 legal teams or obviously software development and uh, IT teams. Um, so I think we're seeing a lot of our customers and a lot of change starts with one change maker, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that change maker is at the executive level. That is interesting because when you get the non-IT people in there, then all that other kind of mess of software, well, what, what's the language you're using and what's the code and where is it going to live in the cloud and all that becomes secondary. It's right. what are you trying to accomplish? And, and that then impacts the, the life development, the software development lifecycle a little bit. Walk me through how the changes that are coming that have been in place are impacting how agencies look at software development. The whole idea behind DevOps is obviously to combine agile methodology with continuous delivery, um, uh, enabling you to produce better product, better processes, to have leaner organizations and leaner teams um, so that you can scale uh, to meet the need of, of your mission today. I know at the beginning I, I mentioned the difference between Agile and DevOps, and, and that's why you kind of use Agile methodology to get to DevOps. I mean, it's... Agile is the way you look at the and continuous delivery is the part of the DevOps. Am I, I'm simplifying it, but does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So it's the Agile practices and then the combination with the continuous delivery that enables you to produce that product, right, at the end of the day. Um, and, and seeing it as one organic constant structure as opposed to uh, traditionally what we've seen in, in government, which is siloed processes and waterfall approach. Many times agencies will buy a piece of software, they'll implement it, and then they'll forget about it. Is, and, and that's where the software development lifecycle discussion comes in now because of the cloud, because of software as a service, and because of agencies looking to vendors, uh, you know, partners to say, hey, we just want it to do this outcome. You tell us you continually make this outcome better, or faster, cheaper, or whatever. Is, is that why the software development now is we're talking about it in a different way? I think so. I think the understanding that um, we're going to take legacy systems and use that same toolage and get a different result is no longer uh, seen as the right course of action. Um, I think agencies are also doing a really good job of looking at emerging technologies as a whole, um, seeing if uh, uh, newer, uh, newer development practices and newer technology will help them speed their process towards Agile and DevOps. Are you seeing this with your federal customers? Like any examples that stand out to you of, of where they used to be really well? We're going to, you know, turn it on and forget about it. To now they're constantly upgrading, changing, adding new capabilities. Yeah, absolutely. I think in the industry, a uh, concern was always, well, what about shelfware? We don't want to become shelfware, right? Um, I think for us at Atlassian, um, uh, it's the usability of our products that's enabled us to kind of help mitigate any of those concerns and ensure that um, uh, if we're supporting a customer, they're actually delivering on what they've, what they've asked of us. There's also a significant age gap, right? Within um, federal agencies, you have both millennials, boomers, Gen Zers, all trying to utilize the same platform. Um, and I think newer technologies are, are helping reach those goals faster. The age divide's interesting, too, because there's the expectation from the younger folks, we'll call them, uh, and then, but there's also the expectation of, of 
well, what's the new capability? When can I get this done? How quickly can you get this to me? Right. But that doesn't. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that the older folks, and for some reason I feel like I'm starting to get on that older folks side now, <laughs> doesn't mean I don't want new capabilities either. It's how they're developed and how soon they're developed. Um, walk me through a little bit about that same perspective is now coming in from citizens. So DevOps and, and, and Agile really also changing the approach for citizens. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I think that your citizens on a whole, regardless of your age, are used to a commercial experience. Um, they're used to mobile devices. Um, not every household has a computer. Every household has a mobile phone. Um, and, and I think agencies are doing a better job um, uh, getting information out to their citizens and, and improving citizen engagement um, through uh, newer technologies. And that newer technology is not just the what's in the cloud, right? It's the DevOps piece, the Agile piece, yep. because now you can get those capabilities more quickly. You can see a trend and, and, and turn on a dime. Absolutely. Um, you're also seeing a trend towards self-service. At Atlassian, uh, we leverage that model with our own customer base, um, wanting to enable them so that they can help themselves. I don't know about you, but I appreciate when I have to uh, renew my driver's license, I no longer have to go into the DMV and wait in line for three hours. Um, I think you're seeing that trend continue uh, throughout citizen engagement, both with federal and state and local government entities. Just don't make me talk to a robot. I still, I still want to talk to a human. Uh, that maybe that's why. I'm, Have you I'm, seen those security robots now? I've not seen the security <laughs> robots now. But there's nothing worse. I'm the I'm the guy pressing zero all the time. Oh but walk me through a little bit about the kind of like how why DevOps matters to that citizen experience. Why is it giving agencies uh, very much a, a different type of runway, oh, a different type of path to go down? Because you're seeing that that the uh, perception that government is lagging, the perception that um, government is difficult to interact with. DevOps and agile development is trying to mitigate that gap um, so, that it, so that citizens are able to get the uh, transparent information that they need. They get it faster. They can see the path to their answer uh, and are more enabled to, to be self-sufficient. And the other side of the coin is if you work in an agency and you start seeing, hey, we're getting a lot of you know, questions about this. We should get a we should get a capability that answers this, or yeah. put 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 a you know the the data that you pull in, and then using you mentioned emerging technologies, whether it's AI or machine learning or just predictive analytics in some way, you can use those to answer those questions more quickly too. Uh, I think that's the other side of it that, that the capabilities can be pushed out more quickly, and Absolutely. agencies can can change around. Is that they couldn't always do that because of the legacy systems, right? Correct, correct. I mean, in, in essence, you're seeing almost some crowdsourcing, right? So if you have a, a system, um, a ticketing system, and you're tracking the requests you're getting, or you're tracking um, issues or bugs or um, uh, frustrations from your citizen base, uh, you're able to respond to that in a more effective way. I love the crowdsourcing. It's one of those words we don't hear too much about. It was very big in like early 2010s. We're almost at the end of the decade. and. It seems to me like it's coming back around, but it's the now the user experience, citizen experience focus. Yeah. What are people telling you? Um, when you when agencies are going down that path, uh, do you see them bringing in either citizens? Do you see them bringing in, as you work with your customers, are they bringing in the mission folks better? Walk me through kind of what, what this looks like. I think they are. I think they're doing what we're doing at Atlassian. Um, so uh, uh, the government is our only vertical Atlassian to date. There's a reason for that. It, it's It's... It's very nuanced and it needs certain aspects to be addressed. That was very nice, by the way. Very nuanced. That's a very nice way to say it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hey, I love government. That's why. I'm <laughs> you got to love government. <laughs> um, uh, 
and that feedback from our customer base, from our government customers to continually improve how we're delivering to them is critical to us. Um, so in the same way that that's critical to us, it's critical to our customers. One of the things that, that I've seen time and again is when, when they start looking at, okay, well, what capabilities are next? And the mission side always wants kind of like the, the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the IT people are like, whoa, and then the security people are like, no, we can't do that. Uh, bringing all that together into kind of that user-centered design piece, I think, is, is really the, the biggest reason Biggest change I've seen, and, and one of the reasons why I think DevOps and Agile are taking hold. Yep. How it's it's without a doubt important to have the user in there. Do you see agencies bringing in their user? Do they understand the mission, folks? Are they finding that common ground? I think they are, and I think they're going beyond just that user as well. I think they're looking at internal employees in some regard as part of that user base and customers in their own right. Right, so it's improving the user experience and it's improving the citizen experience, but it's also improving the experience of that uh, federal or state and local employee in their day-to-day operations. And that's a conversation I've had with other vendors around, well, who is your customer? Because if you think about, you know, let's pick on the interior department, right? Right. Why them, who knows? But, but if you think about the interior department, they run national parks. Well, you go to a national park, and I go to everyone goes. So, is, yep. is everybody their customer? How do how do you really drill down? And I think one of the things that Agile and DevOps is allowing them to do is really focus. Okay, what's the capability, and who's going to use it? I think that's one of the biggest changes I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break and come back. We can continue our conversation. You're listening to the discussion: Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on the Federal News Network. Need to learn about DevSecOps, service and collaboration solutions that help your agency teams to work better together? Come to the annual Atlassian Government Symposium on February 20th at the JW Marriott. Get the latest on Trello, Jira, and Confluence products. Hear inspiring talks from agency and product experts. Get hands-on in workshops and labs. Best of all, it's free. But seats are limited, so go to Atlassian.com forward slash team tour and register today. Welcome back. You're listening to the Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on the Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest is Phoebe Nerdal, the public sector lead for Atlassian. Now, Phoebe, before break, we're getting into this idea of the user center and how the user is really driving the need for new capabilities and how Agile DevOps is really listening to the user and then delivering those capabilities. This model we're talking about really in many ways is something called the enterprise service model. Talk about what that is and and how does DevOps Agile fit into it? So the enterprise service model is essentially a business-oriented approach to an area of your organization that's going to provide a service to either a citizen or um, it can be an internal employee as well. Um, We see it mostly uh, with uh, large organizations who are um, attempting to better the experience of their internal employees and enable them uh, in a way that they can go out and and, uh, effectively uh, deliver on what their either team mission is or agency mission is as a whole. Um, uh, We actually are going to be having uh, an event uh, on February 20th um, called our Atlassian Government Symposium, where we have uh, two different uh, sessions where two of our customers are going to come in and speak specifically to this. Um, one is a, um, a state agency who uh, completely reintroduced a new way um, to deliver services internally through the Atlassian toolset. Um, they've seen a, a substantial um, improvement in um, access to what their employees need, as well as overall enthusiasm for being able to get their job done. At the end of the day, that's why we're here 
at Atlassian, we're here to enable teams to be able to get their job done and work effectively. I think that through ESM, uh, it enables the agency to further continue down the path of modernization, uh, uh, rapidly getting those technologies out to their users, and in turn, having those users perform and produce product that the citizens are able to utilize as well. So one of the things you mentioned about is sometimes the internal employees, so this is not necessarily an external facing, lots of people here enterprise service, they think, oh, well, you're providing a service to the public or you're providing service to somebody else. You're talking about, it's a, it's a, almost like an internal brain trust that says, okay, how do we serve the citizens better or serve our customers better? Absolutely, absolutely. And how do we serve our employees better? Right, their, their jobs are challenging. Uh, the missions are critical that these agencies are performing today. Um, how do you create longevity of those employees within the public sector? Um, uh, again, just like they're competing with commercial standards through citizen engagement, they're also competing for those commercial standards through their individual organization as well. Does it does the enterprise service model? What are maybe generally speaking, the components is it is it a group of like it's the it's the missionary, it's a technology area. And, and they have a, I know that's probably not what you call it, but like an investment review board, like what, 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 what makes it up? In today's age, there's so many technologies needed to uh, create a solution, especially in the DevOps world. Um, uh, so we see it through the IT sector where they basically uh, package these solutions together and deliver a service uh, either individually or to um, uh, their customer base or citizen base. And I think it's got to go through IT mainly because they're delivering IT services again. Correct. As we talked about earlier, it's not it's not the enabler. IT is the business in many ways, Correct. because everybody is a software company. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's but then that. you you pull back into DevOps, right? Because it's the uh, IT team speaking to the mission or, or business teams, ensuring that we're all checking the boxes and delivering appropriately. And that and that's key here because if you're going to modernize, as you mentioned, it's a it's a great approach to ensuring that you're meeting the next set of capabilities, the next set of expectations of the mission yep. area. And if you don't pull them in through the DevOps piece, or the Agile piece, you may just be talking in kind of a vacuum. Absolutely. Pulling them in continuously as well, right? Continuous. A, continuous improvement. Exactly. Okay, we're hitting all the buzzwords today, by the way. <laughs> uh, one of the things about this enterprise service model as well, and, and then as you combine it, as you mentioned with Agile and or DevOps, is this opens the door for maybe improved project management. One of the things that you see on the uh, IT dashboard that I mentioned earlier is that a lot of projects are you know, 70% on time or 80% on budget, and that's a, that's a piece of project management. Years ago, we used to talk about earned value management. I remember, if you remember, the EVM days, and yep. that seems to have gone out the door because that's a waterfall idea. Now, it's much different with project management as it relates to Agile and DevOps and now the enterprise service model. Yeah, I think that goes back to the beginning where we said DevOps and Agile methodology is um, increasingly uh, bridging the gap between software IT and business teams or product project management teams, uh, as public sector is concerned. Um, uh, again, at our symposium, you're actually going to hear how uh, GSA is currently doing this, um, uh, leveraging Atlassian collaborative technology um, across their organization uh, to implement that methodology and, and deliver faster results. Um, one of the things they do is they do a hackathon uh, via our collaborative technology. And this is not a technical hackathon. This is GSA looking at how they're working today, almost like a health check monitor. Um, uh, my team is not a technical team at Atlassian, so we do our Atlassian Health Monitor and, and, and implement 
that methodology to make us better uh, and work more effectively with our um, software and IT teams as well. You're going to change the name. Hackathon sounds like you're hacking something. I but I know the 18F folks love to talk about hacking the bureaucracy. Yep, so maybe absolutely. that's where they're getting down to. <laughs> but still, Hackathon just reminds all we all think about finding a bug or something. So I'll leave it to you to come up with a better name than, than the Hackathon. Oh, I don't know if I'm that creative. <laughs> but th that's a great example because it's, it's basically what, what GSA or any agency or any organization doing this is they're stepping back and saying, what are our processes today? Yeah. How are they working, and where can we improve them? I imagine that's what that discussion happens at the new name, newly named, yet to be new, newly named hackathon. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's critical to look at how things are being done today, um, and, and ensure that you're making those appropriate changes. So Atlassian, one of our core values is uh, be the change you seek. Um, I think we're seeing that more and more uh, with public sector organizations. Um, I think there was a, a long period of time where it felt like change was impossible. Um, I don't think that that assumption is as strong today as it was five years ago. Um, I do think you have these change makers who are coming in, and, and again, not necessarily at the executive level. They could be a program manager. They could be uh, uh, someone in the uh, service desk uh, <clears throat> implementing these ideas, and, and they grow from an organizational standpoint because they work. Agree with you that there was probably a feeling that maybe change wasn't impossible, but I'll put a finer point on it and say change just took too long. Yeah, to move fair. you to move us from point A to point B, just well, that's a year-long procurement process, and then by the time we get through the protest, you know, the whole rigmarole. Now, I think with because of DevOps, you can bring in a, a, a vendor, you can bring in your own people. The Social Security Administration, as an example, they have their own internal software developers. They can change, you know, every month, every sprint. So I think I think that's a great point, though. That, that what you're making is is agencies feel DevOps, Agile, and now. IT project management are all being, they're feeling uplifted to, to do more do more quickly. Or do you get that sense when you talk to clients that they're they're excited? I do get that sense. And it's fun because the clients that I feel like I'm talking to and the customers that I'm talking to are those folks who want to go out there and kind of figure out how do we make this better. Um, I will also say I don't want to discount it, it. Change is not easy in government. Um, there are still a lot of cultural um, uh, blockers even in implementing Agile and DevOps methodology. Um, I think that these folks have to be extremely creative in, in how they implement and uh, change their organizational structures today. And I think that the culture blockers is something we talk about. I, I always make a joke when I do a, a conference or go to, if I have to hear the culture change, one more piece yeah. drives me nuts. But I think you're right in the sense that people have to get past the, well, we, don't, we haven't always done it this way. Or, well, that's, that's that's a risk, and I don't want to take a risk. The risk aversion piece, they have to get their minds around a little bit. Is that something you, you guys talk to clients that, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a smart risk? It is a smart risk. I mean, look at the Department of Defense. The Department of Defense has been steeped in waterfall um, for years. Um, and, and recently, lead, led by the CSO of the U.S. Air Force, they are making a large move towards DevSecOps. And in fact, I just uh, had a great conversation with Major General Holt, who is the head of acquisition for the Air Force in many ways, maybe one down from, from Dr. Roper, but he was talking about the agile approach to acquisition and, yeah. and this idea of the pitch days and getting people in and getting things, getting uh, technologies and newer technologies quicker into the Air Force. This is the same concept as 
you follow the rules mm -hmm. and, and, and ensure their security, use automation, and wow, you can actually move pretty quickly. You yeah. just have to set up those processes beforehand. Is that the biggest key here? That Understand what you're trying to, understand your outcome first and make sure your processes are in place to get to that outcome versus I, just I jumping think so. In. Yeah, absolutely. Understanding that outcome, set the steps in place, making sure you have all the key uh, folks in alignment there. Um, I would say, though, from a, a specific, specifically from an acquisition standpoint, I think that uh, our federal customers have moved beyond the answer of consolidation, right? And, and again, are looking for some of those newer emerging technologies that really answer the call of what they're looking to do today. Phoebe, this has been a fascinating conversation. We're just about out of time, but let's tie all the pieces together. We've talked about Agile DevOps, and we've talked about enterprise service model, and we've talked about IT project management. What are some of the things you're seeing that agencies are doing that they, you know, to go down this IT modernization journey still, the path? How, how, what are some of the mistakes you would say we've got to avoid or potholes to avoid? Or what are some of the best practices you're seeing emerge over the last couple of years that other agencies should maybe keep an eye out for? I think that there's still some um, siloed activity. We know siloed is very bad word. <laughs> um, so I, I think you see improvement within some of the teams within an organization, and there's still a little bit of a challenge of getting that improvement uh, agency-wide. Um, I, I think having access to the technology has most certainly improved. Um, I, I think agencies have put a lot of investment in innovation. Um, I think that G, G, uh, GSA's uh, TTS office as well as USDS have helped with that as well, uh, in bridging the gap between uh, public sector and commercial and inviting a lot of the Silicon Valley companies in to help uh, uh, mitigate some of these issues. I think that um, what you'll see next is you'll see a continued movement of these methodologies into both, not just the software and IT teams, but continued into the agency overall. I, I think that's a great point about uh, access to, to technology is easier. If you remember back in you know late 2009, early 2010, the cloud first, and then people are like, well, yeah. what is cloud? And how do we get to cloud? And how do we pay for cloud? A lot of those things are still challenges, but now getting to cloud is a lot easier. Absolutely. And calling up, whether it's you know when it, like a Microsoft or Amazon Web Services or an IBM or, or whomever, it's, it's just like, oh yeah, I can get you going. Absolutely. I think too, it's a, that definition has evolved too, right, of cloud. But I think the biggest piece there is it's, um, it's the utilization of multiple different technologies and ubiquitous platforms. And that's been able to kind of rapidly help government agencies move towards this more modernization effort. And then having them connected more easily through stuff like APIs, Absolutely. which again, the technology side of it, oh, well, if you're over here and I'm over here, how do we interface? Oh, well, just write a, it's no more middleware, the, the, the frustration of that. Atlassian has an enormous marketplace. A approximately about 70% of our public sector orders have add-ons to them, right? So it is a... a it is a customization of the tooling that enables them to deliver what they need to deliver on. Phoebe, this is a fascinating conversation. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So let me thank my guest, Phoebe Nerdal, the public sector lead for Atlassian. Phoebe, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search innovation. Thank you for listening to the Innovation in Government show, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. The entire discussion can be found on demand at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation.
Need to learn about DevSecOps, service and collaboration solutions that help your agency teams to work better together? Come to the annual Atlassian Government Symposium on February 20th at the JW Marriott. Get the latest on Trello, Jira, and Confluence products. Hear inspiring talks from agency and product experts. Get hands-on in workshops and labs. Best of all, it's free. But seats are limited. So go to Atlassian.com forward slash team tour and register today.